0: Hello and welcome to the Sexier Than a Squirrel podcast, the podcast that teaches you how to be the very best dog owner your dog could ever wish for, and that includes feeding your dog. <laughs> oh my goodness. We
1: have questions, Tom. I have a whole list of questions. Not from you three. No, you three can just settle down. I get you think it's food time. You th- you hear our excitement in food. Tom and I mm-hmm. like food too. So, we've got many, many questions. I'm going to pick a couple. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we've got some ditch the bowl troubleshooting questions. Cool. These are from our real-life owners. This is from the lovely Rose, and Rose says, "How do I transition to ditch the bowl?" Can I just go cold turkey? Haha, ha, turkey. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Uh, can I just go cold turkey? Good
0: question. OK, so I think first things to say is that it totally depends on what your dog is currently doing. So um, are they in? It's one thing to be fed in a bowl, but it's an entirely different thing to be fed in a bowl at the same time every day. And if you've got a dog that is... Fed from a bowl at the same times every day. Then what we've got to be aware of is that their entire body and digestive system is geared towards those times a day because you know bodies are things of efficiency, right? They don't they don't they, they don't waste time. They don't waste processes. Um, and so, what we would say is definitely today's the day to ditch the bowl don't feed your dog in a bowl from now on but what you might want to do is time your sessions and your your delivery of their food around those times to start with incorporating other times between those what we can call meal times for the time being and then move towards kind of a, a true like ditch the bowl um every day is um, a new day because then what you're doing is you're not going to get the um you're not going to get your dog producing loads of like stomach acid at the wrong time and then feeling a little bit like oh my goodness i'm hungry and i feel sick we've all had that haven't we um and um and instead what we're doing is we're kind of working with within what they expect
1: So our next question, I think this is fantastic. And I'm going to start on this one because I love this question. I'm going to be traveling and my dog is going to be staying somewhere else. I can't expect him to upkeep a ditch the bowl routine. So is it even worth doing it? Here's the great thing. There is no ditch the bowl routine. It's as relaxed as he looks right now. I think we should have a look at that because it's as relaxed as a dog rolling on his back. Like he's he's just super chill and, and, and life is good. Like for me, the cool thing is that I say roughly this amount. I say you can scatter it. You can feed it on a walk, put some in your pocket. I'll even give you a treat bag to take away mm-hmm. with you. Uh, you can put it in a bone. Here are some bones that they can have from the freezer. These are the things you can do. Mm-hmm. And if I just don't give them a bowl and they say, these are all the things you can do, guess what? That's what they do. The other option is actually you just give someone eight bones mm-hmm. frozen with your dog's food in it for the day, uh, whether that be a filled bone, a stuffed Kong, a marrow bone. You can give so many different options. So for me... It's almost a dilemma of words there. I can't expect them to upkeep a ditch the bowl routine. There is no routine and a ditch the bowls even easier than anything else because if anything, it keeps that dog occupied whilst they're away on their holidays and it's definitely worth doing it. Would you add anything to that, Tom?
0: No, not really. Other than, you know, really simple things like um, coming in from the garden. Give them, you know, a little um, scatter of food. Going out to the garden, give them a little scatter of of food. You ask them to go into their crate, they go into their crate, give them a little scatter of food. And all of a sudden, you're kind of heading towards the daily food allowance. And these are things that are going to make the carer's life easier. And they're kind of doing it anyway. We're not really asking them to do any extra. So, yeah. Absolutely.
1: Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant question. And I'm hoping we've got you. OK, it's all up for you. What if my dog is a resource guarder Mm -hmm. and I want to ditch the ball? Because for me, Mm -hmm. I actually see this as a massive advantage when Mm -hmm. you've got a resource guarder actually. And actually so many dogs are a bit resourcey and it's not an unnatural thing. It's very Mm -hmm. much a normal dog thing.
0: So one thing that will really challenge a a dog that struggles with resource guarding and make it really challenging for them not to uh, go into this state of resource guarding is actually being still. So stillness often creates resource guarding in dogs that, that struggle with that And so you imagine standing over a bowl and having a meal and being stood in stillness with the bowl in front of you. There are some dogs that I've worked with actually where they're such, um, they've got such a struggle with resource guarding when they when they come to see me that actually they if they if there's a bowl of food in front of them and they're still they can't eat because they can't disengage from guarding to actually eat the food. This, what we've got to realise is with resource guarding, it's not about possession and keeping and they want that food forever. It's actually that they, they can't disengage from what they're doing right now. Um, and in turn, they can't even enjoy the thing that supposedly they're wanting to possess. And so... The, the key to really supporting, helping them and managing them is actually to keep them moving. And when in doubt, get them moving. You can't do that when you're sticking a bowl of food in front of them, right? So absolutely ditch the bowls. really going to help. Also, the reason why they're resource guarding is because they, they're struggling with um, certain skills. They lack certain skills that are leading them to resource guard. The skill of optimism, right? The skill of disengagement and um, having... A an empty bucket thinking in arousal all of these skills we can actually teach them if we ditch the bowl and play games with them so if anything it's probably especially important for those dogs right and if they're such a serious if if, if the picture of resource guarding looks so severe that you're questioning what you should do next probably means you need help Right, it probably needs you means you need direction and you need support and you need a plan of action from maybe somebody who's done that before. And that's totally fine as well to be asking yourself that question. It's great that you want to, you know, do the right thing for your dog.
1: And I think that our next two questions are both fantastic questions. I'm gonna start with ditch the bowl on a puppy, when do I start? You start yesterday. Yeah. Literally yesterday is the time. You start immediately, you start early, you get on with it and you don't get too overthinking about it actually. It's just something you do it's from fun. day one. It's really fun and it's something you do from day one. And no, your dog will not expect to eat from a bowl. In fact, they will mm. wonder why on earth they are eating from a bowl. Mm. Uh, so it's definitely a cool thing. So that's an easy one to answer. Next one is, what actually are some of your favourite sort of positives from Ditch the Bowl? So what, mm. what are our favourite sort of Easy wins, and I'm going to say number one relationship. Like ditch the bowl, gives relationship. So it's one of the foodie questions that what does it? What, how do you benefit? It's relationship. It's. Um, the fact that your dog and you have a conversation and have a uh, your dog has a way to uh, interact with you and you have a way to interact with your dog and your dog understands that by going through you that reinforcement happens or uh, you are like proximity and power, therefore, within your reinforcement schedules. For me, it's a powerful place to be. Over to you. Uh,
0: mine would be that it's totally appropriate in any situation. So let's say all, all you've got to train your dog and reward your dog with is a tennis ball. Well, how Do we reward them for calmness in the cafe? Right, it gets a little bit challenging. How do we reward them for not reacting to the other dog that has just run up to, to, to you on a walk? Well, the only option you've got is to throw it. Now, if you throw that ball in that context, do you think the other dog's going to want to get involved as well? Do you think that's potentially going to cause a conflict? Absolutely. When we ditch the bowl and we grow food as this amazing experience that we get to reward our dogs with, actually, we might gently pass it to their mouth, we might um, calm place it on the floor and cage it like a mouse and then slowly deliver it we might throw it up in the air and get them catching it in a really excited way we might bowl it so they chase it the point is is there's always an option and you're not limited by the thing that you are using to reward your dog
1: we'll do a couple more of our favorite reasons for ditch the bowl and then we'll move on to a last question Uh, one more for me with ditch the bowl is I think my dogs have a way better life Mm -hmm. I think they have they're enriched in ways that some dogs I feel sad for and I genuinely mean that I adore watching dogs earn and learn and interact, and I also think. I mean, my late dog Poppy, she was almost seventeen. She was just shy of a seventeenth birthday. She died in the September, and she'd have been seventeen in the November, and she never had to stand over a bowl and shake and lose her legs and mm-hmm. because she was always hunting food out. She loved it if we had training days in the uh, grass because she would run out of the house afterwards. She'd seen all the cars there all day and she'd be like oh, oh, oh. Like, like one of those seagulls that knew that there were like chips around. She'd literally run and she kind of would skip at that age because she was a bit lame in the back end in the sense she was just old. Um, and uh, she'd get out there and she'd be so happy because she'd use it as her scatter ground. And someone said to me once, does she have any allergies? I'm like, no, none of our dogs have any allergies. They're just so used to so much from day one we just don't have allergies they just do not have them uh, and so for me uh, watching a dog have the quality of life that ditch the bowl creates a bit like enrichment in young children and elderly people they get it throughout their life they get this throughout their life it's your engagement with your dog and your experience that you deliver on a day-to-day basis now that is powerful
0: mm-hmm. yeah final one on that would be It's almost like a a vocabulary that you've got to communicate to your dog with. And, yeah, I had a situation this morning where um, I had to um, pop somewhere um, to have a a quick meeting. And I had a bet and casino in the back of the truck. um, And I was in a a field and I was like, oh, hop them out and we can play some games and have a bit of a conversation. And in the end, the the people arrived that I was having the meeting with, they actually arrived on a, a big, like, digger type thing thing like a a, just a massive bit of machinery they were like uh, casino and bet looked at it i was like oh yeah you know that's totally cool here's you know a bit of your daily food allowance and then i was having the the conversation with the the people that i was meeting and i then got to say to bet and casino right the conversation you two are having now is occupy yourselves sniffing in the grass so we did a scatter feed and i'm like i can be very clear about right now this is the topic of conversation now maybe you know after we finish the meeting, we have a walk around the field and the topic of conversation then is proximity and the food is going to be delivered in my proximity. You can't achieve that with a a, a tennis ball or a tug toy there's really only one topic of conversation you can have with those right and instead when we think about ditching the bowl you can have so many different conversations and look like a real expert of your dog because your dogs are there and they're around and they're part of the action but they're maybe having a different conversation to what everybody else is having in the environment
1: okay our last question there are so many more but this is our last question for now uh, our last question is my dog has allergies or a restricted diet mm-hmm. is ditch the bowl still for me yes 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 and yes
0: Super, even more important
1: for me it's just another way of using that food so if your dog does have a restricted diet what stops you using that food for mm-hmm. ditch the bowl like whether you're going to uh rehydrate that and put it back into a kong or a bone or something else or whether you're going to feed that by hand why not still ditch the bowl it doesn't mean that you need to put their restricted diet in a bowl. So for me, they work hand in hand. Ditch the bowl. And then from Tom? Um
0: yeah, the the other thing that I'd add is even if your dog is on like one of those hydrolyzed kibble hydrolyzed protein kibble diets that um mean that literally they can just have that hydrolyzed protein kibble, then You've got that. You need to ditch yeah. the bowl because that kibble needs to become experiences because it's not necessarily the tastiest thing. But also, what you might do is chuck a handful of, the, of kibble in a bowl, chuck some water in there, let it get all mushy, stick it in a um, an, an empty bone or a Kong, and stick it in the freezer. You need to. You absolutely need to ditch the bowl because you've only got that to work with. You can't necessarily go up in value. So it's instead about saying, right, if the if the taste is staying the same, how can i up the value in the form of experience and that's where ditch the bowl comes in
1: so that was this episode of the sex and a squirrel podcast literally insanely action packed with food and understanding food and what we do with food and all of the things that we can think about answering about food literally i know there is so much more that we can dive in here on in fact we've created a whole food badge dedicated to this topic in itself right
0: and what that will cover is really what is the zero to hero of, of food and mastering food and mastering um, a dog who gets excited about working um, with food. And that might involve a little bit of your baking skills, right, um, as well. So it's, you know, we, we've got so there's so much that you have control over. There's so much that you can get excited about. And... It, it really doesn't just stop at that. It's not like, you know, I, I learn this crazy cool recipe that my dog absolutely loves. That's bigger than that. That is your dog walking nicely on a lead. That is your dog coming back going call. That is you transforming your dog's reactivity. This is not just food, this and is
1: life. This is your dog ownership dream. Remember to share it, to like it, to love it, to make sure the whole world hears about this. And remember... Stay sexy!
0: Stop right there, Game Changer. We have something very exciting to tell you about if you struggle with stressful walks right now.
1: So pulling, your dog yanking your arm out of its socket, just basically it's painful, right? Now,
0: it's a struggle that you want to transform. You want to go from pulling on lead like a train to loose leash walking prince or princess and we've got a solution for you.
1: It is just £27. It's a mini course that literally is going to be your zero to hero. Of loose leash walking. Day by day,
0: we're going to be showing you the games and skills and strategies that you are going to need to implement to transform your dog's leash behaviour
1: in the next two weeks. This is a complete package. You get to keep it for life, yes, for life, and it's just £27 to you.
0: Access it anywhere, keep it for life, no equipment required, and all you've got to do is go to absolutedogs.me forward slash stop pulling and yes, It is just £27, game changers.